That's right. And once again, we are with our resident child psychologist, Katiana Asman, discussing obligations of taking care of your elders in circle of care. Katiana, in Asian culture, it's a golden law that the cycle of life means that children will one day take care of their parents. It's something we hear on repeat. Can you give us an overview of how this belief affects a growing child's psyche? I'd like to start by first apologizing to my parents if they're listening to this. If I say anything that makes me sound like a horrible (laughs) child, I am very sorry. Yes. So, yes, it is definitely very much ingrained in our culture that um, when our parents are uh, actually, no, not even when our parents are aging but just in general it is the responsibility of children to continue that that cycle of care and prioritize their parents and take care of their parents and again take on that role of caring for their parents when they're when they're older i've heard a lot of people say that you know the you know age care homes these retirement homes are a very western mindset and that in asian cultures that should not exist so there is a lot of that programming that exists across the cultures and i think just it's just generational it's just how it's always been done and so it was passed down and the expectation was demanded of the next generation. Unfortunately, too, you know, we hear stories about some people, again, having kids just so that they can continue that yeah. cycle, yeah. just so that they can have people to care for them. And that brings up a lot of very troubling questions, I think. A lot of uh, ethical questions, moral questions going yeah. on here. Um, in terms of sort of the overall view of, you know, from a kid's perspective of, of hearing this kind of conversations as they're growing up, what's sort of the overriding mm. thing that's happening to them? I guess for them, it makes them feel very um, caged, isn't it? I mean, I know it's a bad word to use in association to this, but sometimes, you know, kids might feel that they can't make certain decisions which would benefit them because they have to worry about whether or not it would benefit their parents. Like, for example, I know some people who aren't pursuing certain jobs or are pursuing certain opportunities in different countries because their parents don't want to leave Malaysia or their parents need them to do something. And so, and again, I respect that everyone has their own decisions or anyone anyone has their own sort of view about the whole thing. But sometimes I kind of wonder what happens when, say, you know, your parents are no longer around right and you're still here and you've made these decisions that benefited your parents who are no longer around are you going to be happy with what you're left with Mm -hmm. and I think that that's why we see you know a growing number of people talk about not having a purpose and not having yeah just a direction in life after the passing of their parents because they haven't really made any steps towards what they want right they've picked careers that their parents want them to pick they've done things based on what their parents want them to do and by the time they're you know if their parents are gone they're not able to correct and so that creates a lot of you know frustration and a lot of a lot of cases unhappiness unhappiness yeah and so I think that it it puts a pressure on people and I think you know parents don't know any better because it was what was the pressure that was put on them by their parents and you know goes on and on what do we as parents need to be mindful of or avoid with our kids when it comes to this subject not using the word like you need to you need to be indebted you're obligated to do all of these things I get the frustration when you have you know given so much to your child and you feel like your child doesn't care right I get it but at the same time you have to remember that if all goes according to the natural progression of life they are going 
going to outlive you and they are going to be here for a lot longer without you. And mm-hmm. so if you are creating a relationship that is essentially codependent, right? That your child has to cater to your needs and your wants and your child can't step outside the boundaries that you dictate, you're creating a human being who will most likely not be able to survive life without you, right? Mm-hmm. They won't have a direction without the direction that you that you dictated. And I worry about that, right? I mean, I don't have biological kids of my own, but even just the clients that I work with, even as a therapist, we do want to create a situation where our clients can be independent because what happens if they don't have you? So even though this is not like parent-child, but in the same way, what happens if I'm not around? Can my kids handle the issues they're dealing with without therapy, without me? And it's the same with having you know kids of your own, right? So I think that when parents get into this mindset where it's all about making up for lost time. And I've actually sadly heard this, especially those who had kids young. Mm -hmm. I've heard parents who had kids young now telling their kids, I gave up my youth for you. Yeah. You know, I gave up my best years to raise you and your siblings. And the worst part is, you know, and I would, I just want to stand there and go, but they didn't ask you to, you know, they didn't ask for this, but it's just that, you know, that's the mindset that we have to part away from because you are, you know, not helping your child learn how to live without you kind of mm. pulling the strings of everything. Yeah. So I guess, you know, I'd like to ask, you know, on this sort of subject, should this be something that we even still impart on them? I mean, what could they possibly gain mm. from this idea of caring for their parents and mm. how do we teach them about it in a healthy way without the heapings of guilt? Well, you know, we want our kids to learn how to care, right? And, and I guess it makes it makes common sense that the person you should care about is your parents, right? Because they're the persons, who, the people who cared about you i'm in complete agreement of that right but i think that what you that the moments where parents need to catch themselves are moments where one where they feel like they're trying to make their kid pay them back Mm. for the time energy money that they've put in right that is something that we absolutely have to move away from you are required to care and love and provide for this child but if you decide to buy your child an ipad at the age of two right that's on you that's on you that's a choice that you choose to make and your child should not then have that thrown at them when they're 15 i bought you an ipad at two do you know how much things i bought for you you bought for them you know so it's stuff like that you have to be able to take ownership for the things that you do and Mm. not have your child feel indebted because of let's talk about um the impact on kids in, in a different way. So there's, you know, we talked about h- how what we say is the weight of the burden that we put onto them and it's no fault of their own. But let's talk about what they witness because children mm-hmm. learn as they watch, right? So the messaging from elders is very gender biased. Mm-hmm. Our attitude may be compliant, but then we also complain maybe to our brother, you know, whilst we're doing it, um, that they should be doing it. Why is it us perpetuating this idea as well? Mm-hmm. So how do we tackle this confusing message with our kids? Mm-hmm. I think that the gender roles are completely being blurred now, right? I think that we are now in a in a time where we're we're wanting, you know, boys to do household chores and we want girls to be able to get careers. And those are things that are not stuff that maybe we maybe talked about back in the day, right? So I think that 
the gender roles and the double standards are well and truly alive still here in Malaysia or in Asia in general. And I think that if it's something that you feel to your core, you want to be able to change, then make sure that it's something that you don't insist upon your kids, right? I think it's very confusing messaging when parents will say things like, oh, I want you to study really hard, but in the same breath say that, oh, you need to find a husband who can take care of you, right? Yes, and I, take care of me as well at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's very confusing messaging. I've had this chat with so many of my of my friends because I feel like, you know, unlike a lot of uh, Asian girls, you know, I, I pursued a professional career. I didn't date heavily. I didn't get married in the 20s, which is the age bracket you're supposed to get in married in. Had to do oh, really? I didn't get that memo. I didn't, we didn't get that memo. <laughs> no, we but didn't. How, but how many, you know, aunties were coming up to you? I mean, because they came up to me saying like, you know, you're going to miss the boat. You're going to, you know, you're, you're getting too old. You're becoming an old maid. Like all of these things. It didn't matter that I got a master's at 24 it didn't matter you know but at the same time it's like why push me to do those things if at the end of the day those accolades are invalid because I don't have a husband right Right. and so I mean I have one now but anyway (laughs) but, but it's that you know I think that if if you want your child to prosper then you need to be the first person to be able to deliver that message don't muddy the waters right don't t- tell them one thing and then you know undo it and say another thing right so if you want your child to prosper if you want your child to be successful um, and it doesn't matter that your son wants to be a chef which might have been a very feminine role if that's something that you feel you want your child to succeed in then you need to be the first person to encourage them right people are going to talk but if you're the person who's going to be like it's okay i'm proud of you it's okay keep going you know i've got your back they're going to keep going. So it starts with us, yeah. Going back to sort of the idea of perhaps we are stuck in that loop of mm. having to fully care uh, for our elderly parents or grandparents that are infirm and our children watching us do this, but we're actually communicating, you don't have to be doing this, you know, mm. changing that narrative. Mm. I guess I don't know how to ask this in, in the correct way, but it's almost mm. like them watching us struggling Mm. And yet we want them to learn that caring is good. Is it okay for them to see us struggle? And Mm -hmm. and, okay. Even if you don't want them to see you struggle, they probably will, right? But I think it's important for them to understand why you do it amidst the struggle, right? Mm. You are struggling or you might have come to the realization that this is not the life that you want for your child, but you're stuck in the pattern where you can't undo that with your parent maybe, right? Mm. But I think that what's important is for your child to understand that even though I don't like this 100%, I do this because reasons A, B, C, D, E, F, G. So what you're communicating is the intent. And that's what's important, right? It's not the actions, Right. And I think it's about teaching your child that I want you to care for somebody who can't care for themselves, but it need not look like this. Mm. It need not look like what I'm doing. Right. So for as long as you remember to be thoughtful and for as long as you remember to care for someone who's not in a position to provide that care for themselves, then that is all I need from you. Right. So it's like, you know, say, for example, like I've had you know, some I've had some conversations with 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 some individuals where like, you know, some parents have said, look, I don't expect you to pay my bills. Right. Because I can do that. 
right? Mm-hmm. But if I'm sick and if it's, you know, I need a, to do an operation or I need to do whatever, and if I can't pay for that myself, right, that could be an opportunity where the kids go, look, this is beyond what you can do and I can help you. Say, if it's something that I can do, then that's what I'm going to do, right? But not paying for your day-to-day expenses, right, does not make me less of a human being. Does not make me less of a child, right? The intent is that I am caring for somebody who can't care for themselves. Maybe that might be the message that you want them to get. But whatever it is, it's about communicating to them the intent and the messaging that's important to you in those actions, but reminding them that I am not expecting you to do exactly what I've done here, what you've seen me do. This is just the choice that I have made for this person I'm caring for. But what I want you to take away is this message and how you do it is going to look different, right? So I think that it is a tricky thing to do, right? Because I think some parents just don't know how to have that conversation. But I think that it is extremely important to be able to to learn how to navigate that if you don't want the message to continue. Is it prudent to have a conversation perhaps when they are at, a, I suppose, an older age maybe about what you would hope um, that yep. would happen if you were to get infirm? I mean, is that a safe, healthy conversation to be having with your kids? Well, I think, you know, something to have have when you need to. So, I mean, if you've been gifted with wonderful health, probably not something that you need to address until they're adults, right? right? But if you were, for example, like, you know, I've had some people who maybe got very ill at a pretty young age and they've got younger children, it might have to be something that you have sooner rather than later. Um, but I think it's important to have so that your kids understand kind of what you need rather than what they assume you need or what Mm. society or the extended family have told you that you need to do because you know that kind of is where a lot of the confusion comes in right so even if say for example they've witnessed you go bend over backwards to try to care for people and you don't want them doing that because i've had that that conversation with a lot of people as well where they're like i don't want my kids doing what i have to do Mm. right then that's something that you need to tell them like look i know that you saw i know that you see how much that i put in i know that you see how much that i do but i don't want you to i don't want you to know that i don't need you to do all this for me right and the reason why i'm doing it is because say for example your grandma or your grandpa didn't you know wasn't able to financially provide for themselves the way that i can because maybe they didn't have as much of a career or as much uh, maybe an education background or or, or or a start in life that allowed them to be able to take care of themselves at the level that I can take care of them. Mm. So the circumstances are different, right? Your grandparents' circumstances, for example, are different to ours. And so I'm not going to expect you to care for me in the same way that you see me care for my parents, right? But what I would like is... Right. And but I think this is something that we can negotiate. This is something that I want us to discuss. Right. Because your child might go, well, I want to go and do this. I need to go do this. I don't have enough money to do this. Right. These are the types of conversations that I think that parents don't have with Mm. their kids. Right. It's the logistics of care later Mm. on in life. It's an expectation that your kids are going to help you. Yeah. But what happens if your kid can't? Mm. Right. You need to know that as well for your major life choices. Right. If your kid doesn't have the capacity or isn't planning on pursuing a career that allows them to earn six figures or seven figures or whatever to be able to finance the life that you expect, then that's something you have to have a conversation about. I think the takeaway is get your kids educated on what needs to be done and yeah. get them to know that if you want to do this do mm. it if you mm. but it's not something i'm forcing you to do right yeah i think that's the message that i think we need to communicate more but just yeah i think a lot of people don't know how to how to say it 